بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. When we look at the uh, the incredible du'a that Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam that he made in extremely difficult circumstances and in order for us to understand the 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 depth of the trial that he was that he was faced with that he was dealing with in this specific instance we need to rewind several years back to when he was a much younger man when he was a younger person and when he went through major issues with his father, and then it got to a point, and you find this in Surah Maryam, it got to a point when his father threatened his life, he threatened his safety, his well-being. And then he said, Because his dad told him, if you don't leave me alone, I am going to seriously hurt you, I am going to kill you. So so he left, he had to protect himself, he had to look, he, he had to look after his, his well-being first and foremost. So... The intention that he had, because this is the nature of the prophets, peace be upon all of them, the nature is to produce positive change. That, that's by default. If you look at the example, the story of any prophet, you find some, there, there's so much positivity for us to take away from it, and you, you notice this concept rather consistently. Look at Prophet Muhammad he's, he's, he's in the city of Mecca, he's born in the city of Mecca, and there were major issues what was, what was the message? What was the direction that he took? One for, for positive change in a super tiny nutshell regarding the seerah of our blessed Prophet So this is the background for Prophet Ibrahim And then years later, you already know that he had the intention to be the father that he wished he had. So he ends up as a father. He ends up in that situation. He has his first child after many years of waiting. It took a long time. Allah is the best of planners. And then what does Allah command him after he has this, this beautiful baby boy at long last? Now he's a father. Now he has the chance to be the change that he wished he had when he was growing up earlier. But then Allah commands him and Allah tests him to leave his son and, and Hajar salam in, in this barren valley. In this barren valley, there's no vegetation there. Imagine the depth of that test. That test within itself is extremely difficult, especially when you look at the background of where he was, where he was coming from. And this was something that, that Allah commanded for him to do. So he does this. And then what, what dua does he make? And this is extremely, there's so much food for thought contained within this. What does he focus on? What does he ask Allah for after he leaves? Hajar and Ismail in this barren valley. As soon as he, he's basically out of eyesight, out of earshot, he turns to Allah Azza wa Jalla. And you find this as a constant, consistent go-to for each and every one of the prophets. If you look at Surah Al-Qasas, every step of the way, Prophet Musa salam is turning to Allah, turning to Allah, turning to Allah. Rabbi, 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 Rabbi. For, for any step of the way, something happens, he turns to Allah, my Lord, this, this is my situation. I made a mistake, forgive me. You know, protect me from these people, so on and so forth. He turns to Allah Azza wa Jal, and he asks Allah primarily for three things. And what's very interesting when you look at this, you would expect it to be the opposite. He asked Allah alayhi salam for one, two, and three. We would expect for it, for it to be three, two, and one based on the order of what he asked Allah for. So he turns to Allah Azza wa Jal, and he, he, he asks Allah. He says, رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ so the, his main concern is their connection with Allah, is spiritual. And then the second thing, فَجَعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِ Make people love them. The second thing is social. 
And then the third thing and the last thing contained within this dua, and to take care of them in terms of their, their, their physical needs. So number one is spiritual, number two is social, and then number three is physical. It, we would typically expect the opposite. There, there's no vegetation, there's no water, Zemzem had it happened yet. That was right around the corner as we now know. But at, at that time, look at his main concern. His main concern is prayer, so spiritual, and then social, and then, and then physical. And even the physical is connected with depth of meaning. So they may be, and provide them with fruits, take care of, you know, their, their, give them nourishment, give them what they need physically, so they may be grateful. So even then, it's not just something within itself, but there's, it's connected to something far greater, the concept of gratitude. We ask Allah to make us from among the grateful. We ask Allah to accept our du'as and we ask Allah to overlook our many shortcomings and to gather all of us and our loved ones in paradise and to turn all of our hardships into ease. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.